everyone and welcome to another edition, a brand new edition of the Jim and the King NFL Mother Effing Podcast. I'm Jim, still sitting to my left as the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. That was a terrible intro. I'm going to do it again, I think. No, let's just, no, let's leave no, it there. No, let's, let's, keep, let's continue no, with no, that no, 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 no. We're, no, going, no. we're going with that Mother Effing intro <laughs> and we're sticking with it. That's too good. We can't pass that up. Right, I'm we're, just too excited. We're back. We are back. We are back. Hello, everyone. I'm a bit croaky. I've been away. So, where have you start, been? King? Start as we finished last season <laughs> with me not feeling 100%. Um, I've been to Berlin. So, I was there for conquering. Naturally. <laughs> naturally. Trade envoy mission. Yeah, just, you know, I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. Um, wow. No, mainly just, just doing, seeing some sights and drinking. Mm-hmm. Steins. So uh yeah, I'm uh, I'm feeling a bit worse for wear and it's I've been back four days, so <laughs> it's been it's a heavy one. This is a late starter. We were supposed to record on Tuesday, but it's Thursday for yeah, anyone noticing. That was my fault, sorry about that. It's all your fault. It is my fault. It that's is. okay. Duty called. That's okay. As long as we're back, that's all that's important. We are. We are. And it's pre season, so who cares about the games? <laughs> There's no reason to watch any of the games, King, no so you're cares. fine. You're covered. Right. Yeah, I haven't, so <laughs> that's lucky. Um, yeah, welcome back guys, it's so good to be back and to uh, have you listening again, uh, let's uh, see how it goes. The idea I'm putting towards you King is mm-hmm. that for these four weeks, rather than talk about pre-season games What's with, the point? with third stringers, yeah, let's have a look at the ins and outs of all 32 NFL teams over the last few months, because as you know, an NFL off-season is dark and full of terrors. Yeah, and before you know it, your favorite player's gone. Another player's moved in. You don't know who's on your roster. Basically, you is what I'm know. saying. It's a turbulent time for for some young or veteran players. Mm-hmm. Tends to be so. Yeah, it's um, but an exciting one for the fans. Yeah. So my idea, guys, is to hit all four points of the compass: north, south, east, and west of the AFC and NFC divisions. Yep. And I want to start this week, King, if I may. Mm-hmm. With the West. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the West, so we're good. You are a fan of the West. Yeah, I thought yeah. I'd get out of the way now. Yep. But before we do that, we better do some news, because obviously stuff does happen in between our off-season podcast. Absolutely. And this one. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to start with a riddle. Okay. When is a retired player not a retired player? So, retirement implies you've hung up the old cleats. Mm-hmm. You're not going to play anymore. Yep. If you're a good-looking, <laughs> so if you're a handsome quarterback, yeah, you typically end up in the booth. <laughs> so Tony Romo is what I would call a retired quarterback. Okay, I can't think of any others this season that have retired because if they're Jay playing, Cutler? if they're playing now, yeah, have they retired? Because if you've not <laughs> even retired for a full off season, then you're not retired. Well, you've, I was just, gonna... you've had a holiday. I was going to say the answer was Brandon Albert. All right, okay. So the 32-year-old left tackle had moved to Jacksonville in March yep. from Miami. Uh, his 8.9 million base salary wasn't guaranteed. So about six weeks ago, he walked away from the Jags. Okay. He's back now, though. He's back. Yeah. 8.9 million reasons to come back, right? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, the Dolphins desperately need some extra help there on the line. Yeah. So... For those that don't know, Albert was picked in the first round for the Chiefs in 2008. He spent six seasons there before signing with the Dolphins and arguably getting better 
when mm-hmm. he was with the Dolphins. Um, he only played as a reserve tackle twice in 120 career games and has been selected so far to two Pro Bowls. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. The 32 is no, no age to retire for a tackle. Not No, not as a tackle, no. And he's still, from what I've seen over the last couple of seasons, he's still athletic enough to do a job. So, mm. yeah, good retirement. There's this, There's been some rubbish retirements. I said the Dolphins need uh, help on the line, but he's at Jacksonville now. And Jacksonville still need help th- on the line as well. So. We knew you meant a team in Florida. And yes. that's, and that's <laughs> Duval all County. That's yeah, all around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to be hot, a little bit swampy. One of them. <laughs> one of them. One of them places. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, good player. They needed him, especially uh, with the emphasis on the run game with picking up Fournette in oh, the draft. Who, uh, who did you see this week has said he was shocked how slow the NFL was before it would be quicker. <laughs> it's a great quote. Yeah, it is a great quote, but you, you're playing in pre-season, my man. Yeah, you aren't playing the yeah, yeah. creme de la creme. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're playing the creme de la crap at the moment. It's No one really cares. They don't want to get injured. This is, I don't want to get injured in cut season for players that he's playing against. So, Well, one, one person he will never have to face is Rob Ninkovich. Okay. As the Patriots linebacker has retired at the age of 33. Yeah. After an 11-year career that started out as a fifth-round pick for the Saints, then the Dolphins, Ninkovich spent his final eight seasons in Boston, winning Super Bowls and defining the hybrid do-everything attitude that Belichick instills in his team. He absolutely defines that. Yeah. He is just good at everything. He's a menace. That's he, what he is. He's just tenacious. He's not super athletic. He's not super large, but... He seems to always be around the football, mm-hmm. whether that's fumbles, whether that's interceptions, whether that's sacks. Yep. And he's just the tenacious young man. So good for him retiring at this age. Got he's got some rings, which is important. He's just one of those. He's an everyman player. I know. I know you're not a huge Patriots fan, but you can't. You can't not like Rob Ninkovich. The guy just <laughs> no. I know. He's just like it's like a dude who just rocks up off the street and gone. Yeah, I'll give it. So a, I'll, I'll try super hard. Yeah. <laughs> Love yeah, him. Exactly. Yeah. No. Good career. Well done for him. One more retirement to talk about okay, before we yeah. move on to active players. Yeah. Uh, and that's Ryan Clady. So he was only 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah, he was a free agent. So okay. the Broncos had uh, had released him. Uh, nine seasons in the NFL. Clady was the 12th overall selection for the Broncos in 2008. Mm-hmm. He's been to four Pro Bowls. His last season was with... Oh, it was with the Jets, wasn't it? Sorry. Yes, yeah, he moved to Jets for last season. Yes, been released did, already. Yeah. Uh, injuries have built up for what was one of the most consistent offensive linemen in the league. Yeah, good player. Good player, and and you know if, if injuries are building up, yes. out now he's um he's qualified for the pension etc, which is what <laughs> people keep doing and retiring at twenty five. So yeah. <laughs> he's got they've got at least got an extra five years out of him. But yes. um no good good solid player. Um shame to see him go really, but if you're getting injured, I think it's time to get out. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about some new uh, let's talk about some new contracts. Let's start with Xavier Rhodes. Yes. So the Vikings have extended the twenty seven year old corners contract for six years. Worth 78.1 mil. Yeah, that's 41 of that guaranteed. Yeah, he's been good for a couple of years. <laughs> he was selected to the Pro Bowl in 2016. He registered 52 tackles, a forced fumble and five interceptions. He only had a pass rating of 47% last year as well, King, which was the lowest of any cornerback, with a completion rate of 48%, being the second lowest, allowing only 36 of the 75 passes being thrown at him to be caught. Yeah, long rangey. I think he was also clocked as the fastest player last season mm-hmm. as well, wasn't he? With that yeah, ninety-nine yard interception. No cards. Yeah, yeah, good player, good player, long rangey, disruptive. The only, the only problem for Rhodes is his penalties. There were eleven last season, and they were the third worst for cornerbacks, with seven of those giving up first downs. 
Right. Okay. He's well, got to, got to work on that. Yeah, it's tough. It's yeah. I I kind of feel for him because he is that much bigger than most corners, so he probably mm-hmm. looks more physical than he's probably being as physical as everyone else. Just be, he's more disruptive because he's just a That's bigger a fair body. Point. Um, but no, I think he's a good season. I'm not I'm not overly worried. But the penalties he needs to look at, especially if they're first downs. But um, yeah, I think lockdown one of the best corners. They've tied up a few of their defensive players now, yeah, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, the they have. Yeah, they've done really well. Is it Lemville Joseph as well signed? An extension? I think so. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, I know they're, they're solidifying that defence, which is, which is what carried them. Well, it carried them for the first sort of five, six games unbeaten last season. So mm-hmm. um, they weren't having stellar quarterback play from Samuel Bradford. Were they, so. Yeah, <laughs> good for them. No, good good little pick up there. Lock him up before he goes into free agency and it becomes a frenzy. So mm-hmm. yeah, some uh, some shrewd back office, front office, whatever you want to call it, play there from the uh, from the Vikings. And the team we're going to feature later on, uh, the Seahawks, Camberley Chancellor mm-hmm. signed a three-year extension uh, to his current year de- uh, current deal. The 29-year-old Super Bowl winner has finally signed a new contract worth 36 million over that three-year period, with 25 mil guaranteed. Chancellor sat out two games in 2015 to try and get this contract done. Uh, it was pretty distracting for Seattle at the time, but it looks like they've moved past that with this deal. Yeah, that's good. That's good. He's um, yeah, he's an integral part of that defense. He's a leader. Um, I do think his play's dropped off somewhat since the, mm. the Super Bowl win, but he's still one of the elite strong safeties in the league. Um, yeah, intimidating, I think is the word. He, he is absolutely that, yeah. So um, they they need him there to sort of set the tone for their defence. And we've got to talk about your boy, Jarrell Casey, has had an extension. Love him, yeah. Uh, it's four years, $60.4 million. Uh-huh. which includes 40 mil guaranteed. Damn. Casey had two years left on his current deal, when you rack up 44 combined tackles, five sacks and five passes defended with 51 QB pressures, it makes sense. Especially up the gut, because that doesn't sound like defensive end numbers, but remember, this guy's a defensive tackle. So mm. that's pretty darn impressive, because <laughs> yeah. the only person who has better stats than that is uh, is my my main man, Aaron. Aaron Donald. So he is incredibly disruptive from the interior. So the 27-year-old Casey has played 94 of the 96 possible regular season games since his third round selection in 2011. What a steal. Steal. What a steal. Yeah. And also that shows that he's consistent as well, which is why he's he's not suffered from injuries. So that's where you're more comfortable as a team giving away that 40 million in guaranteed money. So mm. well, uh, Yeah, good, great pickup for them. Their line is frighteningly good. Mm. You know, you've got... Um, Derek Morgan and Brian Arakpo they they picked up in free agency from the the Redskins a couple of years back. Yep. Um, with Casey in the middle, that is that's some frightening <laughs> stuff there. So yeah, good for them. We're talking really, of injuries really and the AFC South. Uh, mm-hmm. Andrew Luck following uh, so, uh, shoulder surgery in January. That was easy to say. It was. Yeah, welcome back, Jim. Uh, he's still <laughs> sitting on the preseason physically unable to perform list. Yep. Um, if he is moved on to the regular season pup list then he has to miss the first six games of the season. So that's the law. Yep. The them, law. Them to be the laws of the land, yeah. That then moves Scott Tolzien at the moment as next up in Indy. Yeah, no chance. Uh, Tolzien's record is nine games, King. 937 yards, two touchdowns, and seven, seven interceptions. Yeah, yeah. He throws for 100 yards and an interception a game. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yes. It's pretty good. Other injuries? Uh this isn't good. Just quickly, uh, before we skim over that, do you think right. they will put him on the pup list? 
I don't think they will. No, I don't think they can. Because didn't they last time leave him on the roster mm-hmm. the whole season, taking up a roster spot? Yeah. For, ready for the playoffs. Was that, it was Andrew <laughs> Luck they did that for. It was like three, four weeks. They just didn't put him on the pub list. Who's going to take his spot? Well, no one. No one. A- any offensive lineman. He 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 probably hopes. But mm. Anyway, this news isn't good for uh, Nico Siragusa okay. for the Ravens. The 2017 fourth round draft pick has suffered a torn... Wait for it. There's a list. ACL, MCL, and PCL for the triple during training. That follows tight end Crockett Gilmore also being lost for the season following surgery to pair his MCL. Oh, no. Ah. It's been a long time since the Siragusa shirt was worn in uh, Baltimore. Yeah. But that's not good. No, that's not. I've I've um, torn my ACL and MCL, and that's... But not the PCL. Not the P. I didn't even know there was a PCL. No, <laughs> he's found it. Yeah, he has. Uh, yeah, I know that's a horrific injury. So I was on crutches for a very long time. So genuinely feel for that guy. Mm. It's going to take a while to come back. But even now, though, no, that's that's terrible. It's horrific. But there's the, the doctors and stuff in the NFL are so advanced um, now that it's uh, it's something you can come back from and it doesn't limit you long term. Which which fingers was always crossed. a worry a few years ago. So yeah, fingers crossed. He uh, he comes back a hundred percent. There's one other big injury we're probably going to talk about anyway, but that's uh, Mike Williams. Yeah, don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> I'm just going to give you the facts on? right now. Just give you the facts. Yeah. Uh, he is expected to miss the whole of training camp as he continues to recover from a lower back disc herniation injury. All right. Ugh. He's managed to avoid surgery so far and has recently received a second epidural shot. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sounds nice. The lengths we go to to play this game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about great. the charges at some point in the in the show. We will. Uh, yeah, that's obviously not great. We we we're not having a lot of luck with with what should be our number one receivers. We have luck in finding these diamonds in the rough in you know Terrell Williams last year and and stuff like that. But it's uh, it's a shame because him and him and Keenan Allen both healthy would be a frightening proposition for most teams. So um, to go up against that's a bit of a shame. As a Chargers fan, I'm not ready to say <laughs> LA Chargers yet, but as a Chargers <laughs> fan, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a bit of a kick in the teeth, unfortunately, because I thought I thought that was uh, last last hurrah. Let's go for this. Let's be one of the more potent offenses and go down the sort of Saints route. Yeah, um, with an aging quarterback in Drew Brees, and and really go and 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 try and do that. Plus, we've solidified the defense reasonably well over the last couple of years in the draft, so. And with free agency pickups, so um, solid pick, I thought. And just a shame we've got another receiver who, uh, who who's not healthy. Hmm. Mm. Oh well. Indeed. Yeah, oh well. Not good. Okay, so that's the general news. I'm sure we've missed some other things. And we're not going to uh, touch on the Zeke situation. Well, I was leaving that for felony watch. But, uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know there was felony watch. Oh, there's always a felony me. watch. Oh, yeah, okay, we'll wait for that then. We'll wait for that. Yeah, that's later on, guys. Okay. Keep them wanting more. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's give them a little that. teaser now. Give them a little teaser now. <laughs> Off-season podcast school said, leave them wanting more. Yeah. Just, just taste them. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And don't tell them what minute it is so they don't, they listen to something. <laughs> yeah. It's just later. Yeah, all it's right? later. Listen I can't to give it the exact all. timing on it, all right? Stop. It's all of it, all right? Yeah. You'll want to hear what's coming up now because we're going to talk about the NFC West. Yes, we are, yeah. Four teams in the NFC West, King. There are four. Four. Care to name them all? Do I? I can do that if you'd like me to. It's the Arizona Cardinals, Los Angeles Rams, yeah. the 49ers, and the Seahawks. 
The Santa Clara 49ers. Yeah. Sorry, were you trying to put me on the spot then? <laughs> I was just trying to buy some time. All right. <laughs> yeah, they're the teams. They're the teams. Let's start then with the team that finished 10 and 5. I did and, get that right, didn't I? And 1. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> 10, 5 and 1, the Seattle Seahawks. Yep. They're the team that made it to the playoffs out of this division. Mm-hmm. So let's have a look at them then. Let's. What are your thoughts uh, for the Seahawks going into this season, King? Always pretty high, to be fair. I rate Carroll as a coach. Yeah. He gets um gets his teams fired up. They got some brilliant players. Uh, if Wilson can stay, I think they they finished ten five and one. So let's call it ten and six for sake of argument. Um, <laughs> yeah, ten and six. They did that with a crocked Russell Wilson last season. Yeah. So if he can stay healthy, um, they could be a real. They're a real danger to anyone because they've got they've got playmakers on both sides of the ball. Michael Bennett's one of my favourite defensive linemen. Um, you know, I've I've spoken about him a lot last season, mm-hmm. um, but that's still the case. Smart guy, disruptive, is um, versatile across the line as well. Can play at defensive tackle, defensive end. Um, can even drop out occasionally if you want to do that, like uh, the Broncos did with Von Miller last season, just to throw a curveball in there. So mm-hmm. I think. I think they're going to be dangerous. I think looking at the teams that are in there, they're the playoff team. They're the favourites to, to be the playoff team and come out of this. With a similar record, maybe. 10, think, and, 10 and 6, 11 and 5, maybe. Hmm? What do you think about their kicker situation? Because Stephen Hauschka's gone to the uh, the Bills. Yep. And they've picked up Blair Walsh. Okay. Now, Blair Walsh left uh, Minnesota last season and they're a bit of a cloud really yeah uh, it stemmed from starting to miss a lot of shots the uh, the year before and uh, missing out on the playoffs yeah but it didn't get any better for Paul Blair no and he was cut midway through the season yeah as was, I remember yeah. correctly so picked up and given another chance by the Seahawks but isn't that a backward step from Stephen Hauschka yeah well probably probably I'm not overly worried about that to be honest I think the more teams are going to start going for two after touchdowns Really? Um, yeah, I do this season. I think people okay. are going to go for it more. We said that last season. They didn't really do it, did they? I think they're going to. I just think at some point it's going to happen. I think Carroll's <laughs> a bit ballsy, so I think he'll go for it. He certainly is. Um, yeah, so I don't really know. Plus, I've I've heard through the grapevine that there's a second round kicker on the... Uh, there is. <laughs> in, Aguayo. A free he's agent. not. No, he's got picked up already. Oh, has he already been picked up? Yeah. I just That was the last thing I saw, so I don't know. Bears. Be- oh, God. <laughs> Factory of sadness is happening over there, isn't it? Oh, God. Yeah, definitely. Pick up the kicker who's only ever played in fair weather and stick him in Chicago and see if he can kick a ball. He made one out of three kicks last week. Yeah, he hit the post again. He just, do they put magnets in their balls in Tampa Bay? Because that guy, he has hit the post more times <laughs> well, in a season and one preseason game than I've ever seen in my life. So, something that not really clicked there. No, but I do worry about players that have only played in warm climates mm-hmm. than having to play in cold climates and I think it's more of an issue for quarterbacks and kickers than it is any other position two big free agency pickups for the Seahawks one was Luke Jokel yeah uh, from Jacksonville the bust of a first or second overall pick at left tackle <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 8 million contract he's picked up there Okay, it's only one year but it's an 8 mil yeah that's a contract. rent. That's a rental isn't it that's not it a long term thing uh, he suck it and see ha- showed real promise at Texas A&M, um, yeah. enough to be the second overall pick. So you hope he can, he's serviceable. You'd hope. 
Mm. So, uh, yeah, you know, bless him. If he was blocking Johnny Manziel from getting sacked, then he can, uh, I'm sure he can do the same for Russell Wilson. The other one was Eduardo Lacey. Okay. The man that doesn't know if he's hungry or not. No. Uh, he's there again on a one year deal, mm-hmm. 4.25 mil. Uh, 27 years old, but uh, what do we reckon there? Because they've got quite a loaded backfield now. There's so many running backs on their 75-man roster at the moment. Yeah, they'll be shaved down. So they'll have a two or three, won't they? Well, three. Yeah, three or four maybe. But um, well, they'll be shaved down. There's, yeah, there's quite a few. There's quite a few good ones in there. I mean, you've got Thomas Rawls, who was the uh, number one last year and yep. got injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, CJ Procise, who we think is probably the best overall running back for that system. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Uh, then you've got JD McKissick, you've got Trey Madden, great last name. Yeah. Uh, Alex Collins, Mike Davis. But the one that's actually being praised by Carolyn Training Camp at the moment is rookie Chris Carson. Uh, drafted seventh round running back, but they reckon he's got a good chance of making a spot on the yeah. roster. Well, he will because he won't take up any salary space either. Salary well, that'll help, yeah. The seventh round pick. So, yeah, um, yeah, they'll just get shaved down. Rules will be there because he's, he's the number one guy. Rules, Procise. Procise, and then Lacey. one more. One or two more. Lacey and Carson. Depends if they if which ones are, are more dynamic in uh, in the special teams arena. Mm. Um, I don't know if any of those are kick returners. I don't know enough about seven round picks, unfortunately. Sorry. No. Nah. Sorry. Me neither. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is what I'm reading, and I'm reading that uh, Carol likes uh, Chris Carson. So. Yeah. Well, that's a good sign if Carol likes him. So, but I think they're <laughs> I think they're the favourites to be the playoff team. Some players that have left the Seahawks, just for your own uh, awareness, guys. Yep. Uh, Tony McDaniel, defensive tackle, went to New Orleans. Stephen Housh, as we said, went to the uh, the Bills. Demontre Moore and uh, John Jenkins, two defensive uh, tackles and ends there. They've gone to Dallas and Chicago, respectively. Stephen Terrell, cornerback's gone to Kansas City. And Tavares Barnes, defensive end, has gone to Tava- uh, Tampa Bay. Okay. So, they kept the core. Six out the door. But they've managed to keep hold of their, their core lot there. Yeah, absolutely. Only two on the uh, the pup list. That's Deshaun Shedd and Justin Senior. But Deshaun Shedd just re-signed a contract for another year. He's a good player. Solid, he is. Solid player. Um, two players on the non-football injury reserve list. One is Dion Jordan. Uh, the other is Malik McDowell, the second round pick from Michigan State. Okay, defensive tackle. Yes. What's up with him? I don't know. It's a non-football injury. All right. What does that mean? <laughs> you have to ask Pete Carroll that. He could be dangerous next to uh, Michael Bennett. Yeah. He is... I don't think there's any worry of him not starting again. No, with ta- like, talent-wise, he was probably a top 10 pick. Yeah. Going into into the draft process, he just is a you know wasn't consistent enough, was a bit of an arse off the field. So, uh, yeah, he, uh, he slid back to the Seahawks, and they might have got one of the steals of the draft. He could be the Jarrell Casey of this year's draft. <laughs> so, there you go. Ah, let's move on then. Let's. That was the Seahawks, so you know who's in, you know who's out. Yep. We've and talked a bit favorites. about the team. Their favourites for me. Yeah. Let's go to... <laughs> it's not a great division. Uh, let's go to the team that finished 7-8-1. and one. All right. That's the Arizona Cardinals. I can't believe they got seven wins under their belt, really. No, King. they were shocking last season. Pew! That's that. Uh, not too many in. Carlos Dansby is a notable one there from Cincinnati. He's on a one-year deal. Didn't he play? Th- oh no, Carlos Dansby didn't play there for ages. I'm thinking of someone else. Okay, thanks. Donnell Dockett. <laughs> okay, uh, Phil Dawson, the uh, old man kicker. Yeah, forty-two. 
from San Francisco. He signed a two-year contract with these guys. He's doing the damn thing. I suppose because they got rid of Chandler Catanzaro to the Jets. So they had to bring in someone else. And uh, if you're 42 and you can kick a ball, you can still play in the NFL. That's it. For another two years. Good for him. Uh, Jarvis Jones, they picked up from Pittsburgh on a one-year deal for 2.25 mil. That's all right. I've got nothing to say about that, really. Jarvis Jones, uh, well, if I have to say something, it's that he didn't really ever perform as we wanted him to in Pittsburgh. A no. combination of injuries and just when he wasn't injured, never really getting into the full speed of the game. No, he was um, highly touted out of Georgia, but unfortunately towards the end of his Georgia career was not um, as highly regarded as he originally everyone expected him to be. I think, again, similar sort of thing. Yeah. Struggled with the pace of the game and, and injury is also a factor, so uh, a bit of a shame. But um, We'll see what happens I don't here. Think they really, I don't think he's going to do too much for them. I wouldn't have thought so. No. But... Uh, they need they needed people there. They've lost some people though. We're gonna get through that lost list oh, in a minute. Don't God. worry. First of all, we've got a real American enter in the building. Okay. You know who that real American is, King. I do. I do. <laughs> Say it. Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> Blaine Gabbert. So for those of you who haven't seen that and don't get that joke or reference, uh could just go on YouTube, look at Blaine Gabbert, Real American. And you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, just enjoy. Fantastic. <laughs> I think the first time I watched it, we weren't sure if, well, both of us, we weren't sure if it was a parody. Still not completely sure. We're still not sure. Yeah, still not sure. Uh, the other person that uh, the, if we go back to the Cardinals, mm-hmm. have picked up Antoine Bethea from yep. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yep. Solid pickup. Yeah. That's a good, good, good player. He's 33. Yeah, so. he's just a solid player though, isn't he? Yeah. He adds depth, bit of experience. He's not going to set the world alight, but he's a good player. No, but let's have a look at the myriad of people that have left. Yes, the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, Calais Campbell, the biggest uh, hit there. Yeah, huge gone one. to Jacksonville for a sixty million deal, four year contract. Uh, then you got Tony Jefferson, strong safety, only twenty five, gone to Baltimore. Yep, that was a thirty four mil contract. Oh, Jesus, uh, Marcus Cooper, the corner. To Chicago for three years. DJ Swearinger, safety, has gone to the Redskins for three years. Earl Watford, right tackle, 26, again, has gone to Jacksonville for two years. Kevin Minter, inside linebacker, he's off to Cincinnati. Alex Okafor, outside linebacker, has gone to New Orleans. Uh, Darren Fells, the tight end, has gone to the Lions. Chandler Catanzaro, who I mentioned earlier, he's off to the Jets. C.O. Moore, He's gone to Houston, the inside linebacker. Yeah. And last but not least, uh, Taylor Boggs at guard has gone to Chicago. Only three of those players, King, are 30. All the others are under 30 years old. The yeah. average being about 26. Yeah. That's a lot of kind of prime talent, isn't it? Or, you know, players that are kind of hitting their peak. Yeah, especially if they're still in the league. So they obviously were doing jobs for the team last season. Mm. Um, yeah, some big losses there. Calais Campbell. I think for them, though, they expect, because I, I believe Kandichi only got one tackle the whole of last season. Yeah, he was underused. He was underused, but I think this is, right, we need to, we're not willing to pay big bucks. We've got a first-round defensive tackle on our roster that needs to step up and fill the shoes of Calais Campbell. And we don't want to use £60 million on an ageing lineman when we've got a first-round talent here. So Just- I, I kind of get it. Do you think it's because I put Kandichi as my possible rookie of the year that they underused him so 
dramatically. Yeah, I think you should have also factored in this is the third time I think they've barely used the first round pick. <laughs> yeah, I'd never learn. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but he he was he was the um, highest rated high school prospect going into college. I know, I, I thought I called it right. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> got one tackle. Something else that's been called out is yep. the uh, Cardinals wide receivers. Don't okay. know if you know this, King, but... Uh, Bruce Arians has never wanted to mince his words, sometimes to his detriment. Uh, via Adam Green of ArizonaSports.com, he had an interview with uh, Mr. Green Arians, mm-hmm. where he said, I must have been seeing things back in the spring when I said we had 12 guys that could play in the NFL at wide receiver. I think we might have two, but we'll look around and see who's available. Arians clarified that the two receivers he was referencing as being sufficient were Larry Fitzgerald, old man Fitz, yep. and Jerron Brown. So Arian said that the group wasn't doing a good enough job of catching the ball and being correct in executing their assignments. They said the main thing receivers have to do, they're not doing. Which is catch, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got much to do. Um, that's quite harsh, really. There's people like Aaron Dobson there, uh, John Brown, JJ Nelson, Jeremy Ross, and Chad Williams, who was their third-round pick from Grambling State. So uh, it doesn't sound like there's much good coming out of Arizona right now. No, it's, um, it's turmoil really over there, isn't it? They they need to work out this season whether they need to s- sort of wipe certain elements um, and start again. They've got some pieces there. Patrick Peterson's a good player. David Johnson we touched on. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I think everyone's going to be on the, the chop block, essentially, including the c- coach if he has another badger. So strange because Arians obviously used to work in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. um, built up a lot of good credit from there. And I don't know, it's, he's kind of gone down a little bit in my estimation over the last couple of seasons. Pretty much from the, um, not hard knocks, the all or nothing series. Mm-hmm. He didn't come across as that great a coach to me in, in that season. He he made mistakes and didn't seem, you know, he didn't seem to move on from those mistakes. The results certainly haven't seemed to have uh, improved. No, I th- I, since that season, I agree with you. I, I think his he's gone down in my estimations as well, purely because he he doesn't appear to be able to adapt. No, he's um, you know, when he's got a good team that's firing all cylinders, he looks like an excellent coach. But yeah. I'd look like an excellent coach if I was doing that. But it reminds think- me more of Andy Reid now. The, the the more he's going on to the, see the same thing happened in Philly for mm-hmm. Andy Reid is that he got into a rut and then it was just waiting to get fired. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, it doesn't know what to do to get out of it. No. Yeah. No, I agree. That's a good comparison. Thanks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so there's... Oh, jeez, there's still two more teams in the NFC West. Yeah, we better get on with this. fire through them because they're uh, both rubbish. They're anyway. not going to take very long. The Los Angeles Rams managed to get four wins last season. So they end up four and twelve. But uh, jeez, oh, it's the Rams. What a mess. They, uh, they didn't get a first round pick, obviously, because Jared Goff was uh, taken up last year. So who they brought in? They brought in John Sullivan from uh, Washington as a center. Kayvon Webster from Denver on a two-year deal. Uh, he's cornerback from South Florida. You've got Nickel Roby Coleman. He's come across from Buffalo, uh, defensive back. And then you've got Connor Barwin, the outside linebacker from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. He signed a one-year deal, 6.5 mil. Uh, Andrew Whitworth, a tackle from the Bengals. Yeah, that's a good pick It's a three-year deal. Uh, and Robert Woods... And Lance Dunbar, wide receiver and running back, respectively, from Buffalo and Dallas. But uh, 
Lance Dunbar is on the physically unable to perform list. Yeah, they've also made a splash trade for Sammy Watkins. That's the big news, mm-hmm. is that they have traded uh, for Sammy Watkins. They've given up EJ Gaines and a sixth round pick. Sorry, in the second round pick. I was going to say, yeah. Sam Watkins and a sixth round pick. Yeah. Thoughts on that trade? Um, Gaines is okay as a corner. He's a second or third guy. Um, he's set to enter his fourth season coming up now. Yeah, he's okay. He's okay. He's undersized, so I, I'm not mad at that for Sammy Watkins. Second round pick. Again, not mad if you get first and second year Sammy Watkins, which I think was nine, just under a thousand, so nine, seven, six, and eleven hundred yards. Um, Yep. In his first two seasons, problem is he can't stay healthy. No, um, so that's that's a worry for me. But if they're all, if that receiving core is he- healthy, I actually really like it. They picked up Cooper Cup this year as well in the draft. He's looking good in the dreaded preseason. Yeah, so Cooper Cup Woods, who you mentioned, they picked up from the Bills. Um, they've already got Tavon Austin locked up to a long term deal, mm-hmm. and uh, and Sammy Watkins. I'm not mad at that receiving core, but and you know it's nice that they've given some help to. To a young quarterback in Jared Goff, whether we believe in him or not, is is another matter. But at least they're trying their best to support him. Um, well, but picking if, up if last year's uh, Buffalo Bills wide receiver core isn't the no the, the guarantee of success. No, it's not. But they Watkins Watkins is uh, is a talented player and um, is a real threat when healthy. It's just he, it all depends on how his his health and his ability to stay on the field. He missed eight games last season due to a foot injury, and he finished the campaign with 28 receptions for 430 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Games, yeah, though, he a- struggled with injuries as well. I mean, yeah. he, he missed all of 2015 with a foot injury, to be equally the same, yeah. and sat out five games last season as well. So he started 10 of the 11 games he appeared in last season, registering 56 tackles and no interceptions. I think it's, uh, just two picks during his entire career. Really. He was just, that's a salary cap move. I think it was all about the picks because yeah. now they have six picks in the top three rounds next year, and they're going to go and get their <laughs> franchise quarterback. They're going to That's what them. the Bills are going to do. All <laughs> right, yeah, the Bills, yeah, hundred percent. That's what Bills. That's the the whole reason for that trade was to go and get a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's their plan. Okay. Uh, Rams, but do we, the Rams? What? I don't think are going to make a massive improvement. And they need to sign Donald, who's holding out. And we think may hold out now into the regular season by latest reports. Yeah, so he might be the best player watch in the that spe- Watch that space, yeah. Yeah, they need to sign him up. One more then before we go to a break, mm-hmm. much needed break, Yep, uh, is the Santa Clara 49ers. Uh, yeah, it's been another bit of a clear out for them. Yep, it was going to be a new so regime. A lot, of, yeah, a lot of new players in. I'm um, not going to hit all of them. Let's just find some good ones. Carl Juszczyk, fullback from Baltimore. He's been there for a few years. 26 years old. Signed a four-year deal for 21 mil. Yeah, he had, 21 a, mil. He had a good uh, good year last year, though. Robbie Gould. Mm-hmm. He's uh, only 35. I thought he was going to be older than that. Uh, New York Giants kicker. He signed a two-year deal. Yep. Elvis Dumerville. He got his uh, contract through in time. Uh, come across <laughs> from Baltimore. Dakota Watson from Denver. Uh, linebacker. You've got El Mitchell. Nice tackle from the Dolphins. Yep. Uh, Brian Hoyer. There we go. There's a... And Matt Barkley as well. So both Chicago quarterbacks have come across. Yes. To San Francisco. Uh, Tim Hightower from New Orleans. Yep. Uh, Logan Paulson. Tight end from uh, the Bears. Pierre Garçon. Five-year, 47.5 million deal. Uh, Marquis Goodwin from the Bills. There's another wide receiver gone from uh, Buffalo. Yep. 
and Malcolm Smith from the Raiders. But of course, Malcolm Smith is on a injured reserve list now. So I didn't know that, but yep. There we go. Yeah, really shrewd bit of business <laughs> by the Raiders. Yeah. Not saying they did anything on purpose. Twenty six and a half million uh, five year deal there for Malcolm Smith. Yeah, he was the Super Bowl MVP a few years ago. He was. He was. A few years ago. Uh players out the door then for San Francisco. Tory Smith, he's gone to Philly for three years. Phil Dawson, the kicker, he's gone to Arizona. Antoine Bethea, we know as well, has gone to Arizona. Tremaine Brock. Yep. Uh, he's just been released. Uh, Marcus Cromarty has gone to Buffalo, cornerback. Mm-hmm. And then Blaine Gabbert, as we know, has gone to Arizona. Rod Streeter and Gerald Hodges have gone to Buffalo. Yeah. And Kaepernick's a free agent. And Kaepernick is a free agent still. Still. And still. Uh, yeah. So that's about it, really, for uh, the 49ers. What does that say about them? I mean, I'm not. Expect- are they gonna- I'm not expecting a lot. They had season. a great draft. Let's let's have it right. You know, we mm. we praised them for the draft. They made so many good moves. Yeah, they is picked it possible up two they're of the top five players in the whole draft. Um, is it possible? What story I was talking over? They're going to get more than two wins. Uh, n- no. <laughs> okay. Is that because of the quarterback situation? Yeah, I think so. It's also a transitional period that people are going to acclimatise themselves with a new offence. CJ Beathard, the rookie quarterback they signed in third round, he's looking okay. Yep. Everyone looks it's okay not, when they're playing. I know, teams. I know, it's not impossible. Mitch Trubisky to... looks like a pro <laughs> <I know. laughs> So, don't worry about that. Calm down, Chicago. Exactly. Take a chill pill. Uh, no, maybe, maybe, maybe one or two more, but nothing more than four wins. No. Even in a poor division, mm-hmm. like the NFC West is undoubtedly now. Yep. Um, so we think it's probably going to be the same order? Similar order. Yep. Same. Same <laughs> or similar. Depends how the Rams get on. Rams could fall back. Rams could be even worse. Yeah. New coach, though. Hopefully, there's a bit of a yeah. spur that way. Yep. Same with the Niners, though. So it could work against the Rams. True. So, yeah, it's going to be toss. <laughs> and a better it's GM. Toss up between. Yeah, I like Lynch. Toss up between those two of who finishes last. Cardinals, somewhere in the middle. And, and uh, the Seahawks are going to walk it, I think. Yeah. All right, well, there you go, guys. That's our first half done. There we go. Let's take a break. Come back for part two. So welcome back to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. It's season two, King. We back, boy. We are back. Yep, round two. Here we go. Here we go, yep. So we've done the NFC West. Dunners. Yep, that's... that's, To coin a phrase. That's in the books, yeah. So we've got to talk about the AFC West. Now, your team's in the AFC West, isn't it? My team is, yeah, which but, is the main team in the, <laughs> in the NFC There is another team in the AFC West that we'd be remiss if we didn't bring someone in on, isn't there? I think, um, I think so. Let's bring him in. Punk Raider! Thank you very much, Punk. Thank you. And thank you for, well, congratulations on the move to Vegas. Uh, still going ahead. So that money hasn't dried up. Yeah, stadium designs look nice, I have to say. Um, I'm already planning my trip for 2021 or whatever it is, but <laughs> there we go. I'm sure we'll talk about that much more over the, the, the next few years. Well, I'm sure we will. 
for better or worse. And uh, yeah, so let's talk about the Raiders then, shall we? Because they uh, well, they ended we last that, season. Yeah, for better or worse is a good turn of phrase, isn't it? Because <laughs> I don't quite know how you managed to do it, but you did finally actually get someone to marry you in the summer break. So <laughs> anyway, that yeah, yeah. Well, I liked it, so I put a ring on it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you hit an anniversary anyway, as well, didn't you, punk? Down to business, chaps. Oh, all right. We won't go on your anniversaries then. Jenny. Oh, I didn't hear that. Sorry. I said you hit an anniversary, didn't you? Uh, I'm always old, mate. I'm always old. <laughs> I lose count. When you've had as many as I have, you'd have got less of a murder, so it's not worth counting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Talking about murder, we better get back to the Raiders and uh, let's... Uh, yeah, let's we, talk about them. Let's let's let's. So let's. this this team finished twelve and four, joint uh, top of the AFC West last season, with a team called the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, <laughs> it's a strong division. It is a strong division. Now, there's not been an, an awful lot of pickups really for the the Raiders over the off season. They've taken Marshall Newhouse from the Gi- uh, Giants for two years, uh, EJ Manuel, quarterback for the Bills. Yep, uh, Jared Cook. Tight end for the Packers on a 10.6 million two year deal there, Punk. We got the money, we'll throw it around. <laughs> share and share alike. There you go. Yeah. No argument needed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Cordero Patterson, the enigma of the Minnesota Vikings on a two year 8.5 mil deal. Yeah. Just a kick returner. Yeah. Why not? You got to return some kicks. Might as well have a decent kick returner. <laughs> well, Minnesota were looking for one for a couple of years and they had Patterson on the ranks. I, d- I didn't realise we had Captain State the Obvious on today as well. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, as you boys well know, I, I don't really get involved until week three of the preseason. So, yeah. yeah you know, we signed all our draft picks. We've got all our free agents in. Your draft and picks have been acquitted for, for sexual assault. That was good, wasn't it? Well, a grand jury was charged, a, a, so he can't have never got charged so wow. there was a grand jury called for on this one and then it was just thrown away within 24 hours well, that's because video surfaced yeah. didn't it within 24 hours of him uh... well not corroborating her story I yeah, think, is what was happening there absolutely. so Gary anyway, Conley he's clear he's clear get on with it there's a big pickup you haven't mentioned yet well yeah he wasn't he wasn't on the team last year he wasn't. He was retired. Not officially. Another classic retirement. Marchand. Beast boat. Smashing it between the tackles. <laughs> well, he used to. Uh, He's still well. Now, when we last still spoke well. to you, Punk, you, you were talking about Adrian Peterson over uh, Marchand. So, you, you come well, around to the idea of the hometown boy playing one season, maybe two? I'm 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 absolutely happy with it. I mean, he looks as though he's coming to camp hungry. He looks as though he's fit. He's not ridiculous amounts overweight, um, and he, you know he's playing for the love of the Raiders. So he's going to put that extra effort in, regardless. So it's a good pickup. It's a good pickup in my book. I guess it's not going to cost too much to have him back, is it, King? So no. I haven't seen the ins and outs of this contract, but. I'm guessing it's quite heavily based on play time, and uh... I think so. Yeah, I think he didn't want to mug him off. He just wanted the the opportunity to play before they move away. So uh... mm. that's that's exactly what it is, King. You know, Lynch is a Raider. He he's born in Oakland. He's brought up in Oakland. He is an Oakland boy. He always wanted to play for the Raiders. You know, once he retired from the Seahawks and the opportunity arose for him to play there, 
he was always going to take it. It didn't really matter what the money was. And he's got a ring as well, so there's no pressure anymore for for doing no, anything. But he's got a chance yeah, with a, a potential Super Bowl contender. Before, before the Vegas move, then fantastic. Well, you're definitely in there as a contender this year. You were a contender last year, and you've only got really better over the off season. Um, well, I mean, last season everything fell apart when Derek Carr broke his leg, didn't it? I mean, that playoff game against the Texans was was pretty horrendous. Um, I think the fact that we've managed to strengthen the backfield um, and and the defensive backfield, especially, then you know only only good things can come. I do have one area of concern, and that's middle linebacker. We don't really seem to have uh, an obvious starting middle linebacker yet, but yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that will come come forward over the next next few weeks. Um, hopefully, by by the time week three preseason rolls around, and I actually bother to watch a game. <laughs> we might have someone in there. Well, let's have a look at the players that you've lost over the off season, then quickly, Punk. Uh, first of all, the uh, the biggest one to leave was Malcolm Smith to the uh, 49ers. He's now got injured. So Yeah, he didn't set the world alight last year either. To no. He, he wasn't the Malcolm Smith we were expecting. So. Stacey no, McGee, she's moved on to the Washington uh, defensive tackle. Uh, Menlik Watson, the uh, hometown boy for us, really. He's gone to Denver. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed in that one because every time Menlik's played, he's actually done pretty well. Yeah. Um, Unless it was unless it was a money contract situation that was coming up, I mean, obviously you've, you've had Donald Penn holding out the last few weeks, um, yeah. saying he wants more money, this, that, and the other. Uh, I don't know if it, you know if, if Watson going is is contributing to that. In that, there's more money floating around, and, and I mean, it's Penn's last payday. I'm sure they'll come to an agreement before the season. But you know, Penn's 35; he doesn't need to be in training camp. Let's be honest. He can, play the position with his eyes closed so I'm not overly concerned but I'm pretty certain you know that, that, that Watson going isn't ideal if Penn isn't in shape when he does come in no uh, Andre Holmes your wide receiver has gone to Buffalo uh, Brandon Trowick the strong safety has gone to Tennessee DJ Hayden cornerback has gone to Detroit uh, Nate Allen your free safety has gone to Miami Latavius Murray who was in a big move, went to the the Vikings. Michael Rivera, one of your tight ends, has gone to Jacksonville. And Matt McGloin has moved to Philly. So you've only got three uh, three quarterbacks. That's Derek Carr, EJ Manuel, and who's the other one? Connor Cook. Connor, Connor Cook. Cook. Yeah, that's a pretty strong quarterback core, though. You've got Carr. I'm quite happy I, with that. I quite like Manuel as a backup. Because there is no... As a backup, I like him. And there is no chance he is going to start. <laughs> there is absolutely, zero chance he's starting. And well, until there's another broken leg. On and I said that, you two absolutely destroyed me for it. But I think Manuel's a sensible back. He knows the league. He's won a few games. He's started a few games. Compared to throwing Connor Cook in at the deep end like we had to do against the Texans, I think he's sensible. Yeah, no, I, I can't argue with you there. And uh, other exciting Raiders news, Derek Carr is releasing an album. <laughs> okay. Have you got your pre-order copy, Punk? Yeah, have you? Um, um, I'm sure it's in the post somewhere. <laughs> okay. The birthdays roll around pretty quickly, don't they? Because obviously he's been worried about the rehab on his injury, and also, you know, preparing for this season so much that he's managed to find time to record 
an album. So that's Do we know what album. genre we're in there? I don't know what genre. I just heard he's there's an album coming I up. I hope it's a rap album. Oh, oh can you imagine? Can I, you imagine? I, I'm pretty certain Derek Carr has not managed to get NWA back together to, <laughs> oh, no. to, to help on his album. No. Yeah. No, he hasn't. <laughs> but if it's a rap album, he has spent too much time in Oakland already. So <laughs> I've no idea. This is the first I've heard of the album, so well, better uh, better start googling once you get off the call. But yeah, yeah I better. I I think we what we've been uh, we've been doing punk. I know you've not been listening. Is um, you're 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 excited to listen to this when it comes out in the in the next few days. But uh, oh, I I I, I think you guys right I think you guys are the favourites to win the division this year. I like what I like oh. what the Chiefs have done as always. I actually think the Chargers are going to take another step forward this year. Um, but I think the Raiders are, are the team to beat. They, uh... I honestly think this division is going to be the toughest division in the whole NFL next year. I think the Chiefs are in a win-now mode. Mm-hmm. I think the Chargers are in, if they get, get a bit better with the injuries than they were last year, the Chargers are that young, up-and-coming team being led by the veteran quarterback for one last ride sort of thing yep. and then you've got us who are the kind of like you said Kim de facto should be the best team in the division because they've got all the bases covered yep. um, but with that Denver defence you can never rule them out either I mean Dem- Denver are quite capable of winning games 10-7 so you know I, I, yeah you, you kind of do look at it as, as the Raiders should be the favourites for the division but being a Raiders fan, you've always got something in the back of your head. Uh, certainly from, from, well, part of the last year, two years, that, you know, something's always going to go wrong. Now, I'm hoping there won't be anything catastrophic, you know, injury-wise or anything like that. But, yeah, I don't think it's quite as simple in the AFC West as saying the Raiders are the favourites. I think I think your charges especially can can frighten the life out. <laughs> what is going on here? Hang on a minute. Yeah, I'm liking I'm liking this mutual respect we've suddenly found. Shall I leave the room? I mean, what's going on here? Very good, very young football team. Yep, yep. We uh, we've got some we've got some talent on offense and defense. We just need our wide receivers to stay healthy. Well, that's all you need, is it? You need your quarterback to stay healthy. He plays with broken legs. That guy. Yeah, but you can't throw it very far when you're 38 with a broken leg. Yeah. Oh, we're not on the Chargers right now, okay? Oh, should, we tra- then? should we transition over to the Chargers? You want to transition to the... Oh, all right. Let's. I think we've done the Raiders. Raiders are great. Yeah, if everyone's the... healthy, they might be the best well, team in the league. Know, there's, there's, there really isn't a huge amount to say about the Raiders just yet. I mean, there isn't really... Uh, uh, really, there's not much to talk about any team as yet. We, we still haven't had... You know, massive amounts of cuts to the roster. We haven't got to the third week of preseason when the starters will play. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really in a position yet to have done all my homework. No, that's well, fair it's enough. not the first time you've been accused of that. <laughs> well, no, that's true. I mean, the only eight plus I've ever got is my blood type. So. You know. <laughs> all right. Well, the whole point of today's episode, Punk, is to inform you guys of the the current rosters and the ins and outs of the teams because some of your players might have left some of them might have come in you know it's good to keep on top of everything especially as fantasy drafts are happening at the moment yeah we've got ours happening next week we do and i'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna win the league again 
Back to back. <laughs> Let's talk about your charges then. So, are you going to stick around for us, Punk? Or go on, I'll stick around for a bit. Ooh, we are lucky, see, aren't we? See, see what I can glean from you boys that have done your homework for me. <laughs> well, okay. Let's talk about the Los Angeles charges. So far, King, there's only one person they brought in on free agency, and that was Russell Akung. Yep, left tackle. Yes. Form, formerly of the Seahawks, formerly of the Broncos, yeah. On a four year, $53 million deal. He was the fourth overall How old pick. Is he now? He's not that old. Uh, he's 29. This is oh, eighth season. About 37. No. <laughs> <laughs> been around yeah, he was, I think, fourth overall from Oklahoma State, if I remember correctly. Well, you're right about the Oklahoma State. I don't know about the actual pick. I think it was fourth overall. Seattle Seahawks I'm, I'm going to say he probably was yeah <laughs> you've got that glint in your eye like you know the answer you just I want think me I to know it. kind of call you out on it no <laughs> don't call me out next actually I'm not sure but I know he's at Oklahoma State alright apart from that you've just re-signed uh, Damien Square and Tani Palipoy mm-hmm. two defensive tackles yep and that's it really I mean you've lost Danny Woodhead he's yep. gone to the Ravens he has DJ Fluker has gone to the Giants the yep. guard Jeremy Butler, a wide receiver apparently, has gone to Buffalo. What is with Buffalo? I mean, we're going to do the the East eventually, but that's ridiculous. Every single wide receiver, every dross wide receiver in the league seems to be going there. Yeah, I don't know who they've got that playing that position at the moment. Manti Teo has yep. gone to New Orleans. Oh. That's a shame. He loves catfish. Love- he probably loves going down there. <laughs> down the bayou. <laughs> well done, King. Uh-oh. And... Uh, uh, Robert McLean McLean the cornerback yeah yeah he's gone to Tampa Bay uh, only Danny Woodhead's over 26 in that group I think oh no McLean's 28 but Woodhead's 32 the others are 25 and 26 yeah so oh, they're not big losses Teo was a backup he was yeah so that's that's fine McLean. was it a second round pick for you he was a second round pick. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre. Yeah, he was a second round pick. Um, yeah, he was a backup, so I'm not overly worried. He just wasn't very athletic, so struggled to play the position, mm-hmm. frankly. Do you know what I honestly think the Chargers' biggest problem is going to be this season? What's that? It's Traffic. It's you're playing at the LA Galaxy Stadium, and you've got a crowd of 25,000 or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I'm, just, I'm waiting for the problem. Not, you're just not going to have a home field advantage. No, we're not. No, no, we're not. <laughs> there were at least five thousand no, less people turned up for the first preseason game as a normal Galaxy game. Yeah, and Galaxy are struggling to fill their stadiums. So that's Jeez. why. Yeah, what's that's... going on? Well, forget home field advantage. Like it doesn't matter how big the stadium is if you can't fill it. So <laughs> yeah. it's um, we might. I, do you know what I think we should do? Just to, like really throw a spanner in the works. Is just play in one of the fields in LA. Just, do you know what I mean? Play just, one of the oil fields, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just rat, like, just on concrete. Let's just play on on one of those sort of weeds coming through the bot, the floor, concrete NFL fields. Let's just Your do that. Your receivers would die. Yeah, they would <laughs> They'd get injured. Mark, they would. Mark out a gridiron on the old red clay ground where they dig for oil and go for it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just do that. That'd be a home field advantage. You've, you've gone insane now, King. This is what happens when they drag your team away from the, the city you love. That's it. That's exactly. 
So we did mention earlier on in the show that Mike Williams is on the physically unable to perform list. Yeah. They're hoping he's going to be available in October. Mm -hmm. But they ain't sure that the Clemson first round pick is going to be there. No, that's so what's going to happen if he's not available in October? Not that much. I think Terrell Williams showed some some real promise last year that actually he could be a number one. Um, with Keenan Allen out, all the reports, as always, every preseason is Keenan Allen is on top form and could be a top <laughs> five wide receiver. Uh, that is until week three where he gets injured. Got Dontrell Inman as well. Yeah, Inman's not bad. Right. Inman played well. And uh, is it Benjamin? Travis Benjamin. Benjamin yeah. is uh, is another sort of dynamic speedster. So... Uh, I, I'm not overly worried about Williams. It wasn't a position of need, I didn't think. But when you've got, when you can pair up two weapons like that, that's frightening. So uh, it's uh, it's a bit of a shame, really, because it'd be nice to see a healthy Keenan Allen and a healthy Williams, as as Punk mentioned earlier, in in sort of Rivers. Well, towards the end of Rivers' career, just when he can still sling it, that'd have been uh, that'd have been exciting for for I think. Well, for me especially, but for all the uh, for every fan really, we, we we're typically known for having quite a a vibrant offense, and and to have two elite weapons like those two would have been fantastic. But fingers crossed, he comes back after October, and we can uh, he can uh, hit the ground running. Chargers ended five and eleven last season. King, any uh, any advance on five and eleven? Hundred percent. We sh- we sh- we were a nine and seven team all day long. We gave away about three or four games at the start of the season. Um, plus, we got dramatically better with the addition of Bosa following his holdout. So, uh, I've to got... be fair, you were the kings last season of losing in the last thirty seconds. Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. You know, there, there, there were numerous games where I think, you know, you, 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 even if you split them fifty-fifty, you'd have been a nine or ten-win team. So, yeah. I think you can only have improved on that, which is why I don't think it's quite as cut and dried as the Raiders are the best team in the division because. It'd be very easy for us to drop a couple of games, you to pick a few up, and you know, all of a sudden you're top in the division and we're second. So I'm not, I'm not counting my chickens yet. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm secretly trying to add so much pressure on the Raiders that they choke. Um, so you, <laughs> you guys are clearly the best in the in the division um, by far, and uh, you know. We we we're probably not going to amount to anything, and we'll see what happens. You know, that's 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 the route I'm going down this season, and all our listeners are going to do the same for me. Which, uh, you know, <laughs> does it feel to you like we swap teams? Because I seem to be praising the Chargers a lot, and he's praising the Raiders a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's. Be- <laughs> It's because I got confused because all the rumours were that the Raiders would be in LA, so I think I'm just by default I'm supporting them because I just assumed they'd move this season. That, that could be it. That could be it. Yeah. <laughs> this is outrageous. I can't believe you two. Yeah. Anyway, is there any other teams in our division? There are two other teams. Nah, that's they finished. They finished above you, King. You should know about these nah, teams. So let's talk know. about uh, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Fucking Broncos. They finished nine yeah, and seven. Rubbish off it. Same as last year. Yeah. <laughs> All right, calm down, Punk. So let's well, let's talk about who they brought I'm into. Quite, I'm what? not quite sure. You know, I mean, when 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 their problem all last season was the offensive line. Yes. And the only guy they brought in really to fill that is Menelik Watson. Like, who was a backup? They drafted Garrett Bowles. Yeah, Garrett yeah, Bowles. But... Garrett Bowles cuts there. They brought, they brought in Ron Leary from Dallas on a four-year deal at guard, thirty-six mil for that one. Just because you pay money doesn't mean it's going to be good. <laughs> well, that's very true. But like I said, they did pick up Garrett Bowles with their first pick. I don't know exactly what you want from them. More than Just that. Just being nasty. More than that. 
Yeah. I th- I think they're going to drop off this year. Again. I do. That's my prediction. I think that their defence is too one-dimensional now. They've lost some weapons. People are ageing. They've got some good cornerbacks, but Aqib Talib's going to get suspended. He's got to this year. Because he's been <laughs> walking a tightrope for the last... <laughs> all of his career. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I think he's going to go. I-, I like Harris. He's a good player. Uh, obviously, Von Miller's a, a star, but he... Um, it's just going to be stop Von Miller and and run the ball against them. And I think a lot of teams have in, have added pieces and, and have I got good run, run games. I honestly don't think they know who their quarterback is either. Well, they're going to have to play Paxton Lynch because they've invested a first-round pick. They need to sh- to see what's going on. They're, they're saying Simeon's still the starter, aren't they? So. Or Siamese. Yeah. Go with him? Yeah, he's, uh, he's pretty average, isn't he? So uh, <laughs> I think that they're going to have to put... Average. I don't see them getting good quarterback play from either one of them, to be honest. So I, I just, you know, I don't see them being much better, if any, better than last year. No, I agree, and I think they're going to be they're going to flip the old numbers round from what they got last year. Personally, I think they're a seven and nineteen. Ow! Yeah, I, I just, I'd agree with that. Jamal Charles has rocked up in uh, Denver for what was it four games before he gets yeah. injured. What so. three games and then blow his knee out? Again. There is oh, only three games. Yeah. For, any advance on three? There, no, King? I'm good with three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with three. I was being generous with four. Go under three. So. <laughs> yeah. I think Devonte Booker will have a breakout season. I called it last year, and, and he showed it towards the end of the year. Problem was, he fumbled on his first place. So they stopped playing him, <laughs> and then when they started playing him again, he made some good runs. So I think he'll have a good uh, he'll have a good year. Um, this year so uh, he's a little fantasy sleeper there for you guys that have got your draft still coming up but um, yeah I think he'll be a good player including us I've just told everyone Um, (laughs) not again you've let it slip again (laughs) but no I think Booker will be a good player and um, in the 7-9 and team yeah but I think they're going to have to run the ball because as we said their quarterbacks are average or sort of below well not even we don't know do we average or unknown are the two options they've got a quarterback so. well the other two quarterbacks on their roster at the moment are Chad Kelly who was a 7th round pick from Mississippi yeah and he's, uh, uh, he's actually Jim Kelly's son do you know that the quarterback for uh, the yes. Buffalo Bills who got to four Super Bowls in yeah, a row yeah yeah Jim Kelly he actually he actually is yeah. he actually is that's, wow that's his son he was uh, he was a division one footballer and then had to go I don't know if you are on Netflix Last Chance U which is the university mm-hmm. that a load of people go to when they yeah, yeah. balls up their opportunities at first at Div 1 football he had to go there because he got kicked out of college and then went to Ole Miss and had a decent season but then got injured so I think actually he's probably a first round talent with a undrafted free agent head on his shoulders unfortunately so well seventh round well uh, and that's what I'm saying is, well, is the end, it, yeah, yeah the average that out, you got a seventh round quarterback who probably, if he'd have kept himself to himself, would have been a first rounder. So Ooh. he could, he could put a spanner in the works over the next couple of years for them as a potential starter. Don't remember the name, but it's a uh, Kyle Sloter is the other quarterback. Oh, who cares? Another He's not be there, from Northern Colorado, so don't bother learning that name. Uh, people yeah, that <laughs> he'll probably be cut by <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he'll probably be cut by tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he probably cut yesterday. Um, the uh, players that have gone, we've already mentioned Russell Lacun gone to the Chargers. Sylvester Williams, defensive tackle, went to the Titans. Kayvon Webster, cornerback, went to the uh, Rams. Dakota Watson went to the 49ers. Thomas Gafford, uh, long snapper, 
went to New Orleans. And Austin Davis, quarterback, went to the Seahawks. Demarcus Ware obviously retired he did. earlier in the offseason. He did. Uh, Billy Wynn signed a new contract, then got injured in a defensive end for Broncos. So mm-hmm. at least he's covered himself for another year. That's it. And that's the Broncos. That's it. Let's move on because they aren't going to do anything this year. Now, Let's talk about the other team who's going to be a challenge to Pidgeys Raiders. And obviously, my team's irrelevant. No just, pressure. No I've, pressure. I've just remembered, though that we teased a segment earlier on in the show. We did. Which we haven't actually done. Okay. Should we do it or should we just ignore it? I've only got one really now for Felony Watch. Well, let's do the Chiefs, Chiefs and then we can do Felony Watch after. We'll do it at the end? Yeah. Let's do the Chiefs. <laughs> you can't wait, can you? Let's <laughs> do the Chiefs. <laughs> the 12-4 and four Kansas City Chiefs. They won the division last year and uh, yeah. Let's talk about the Chiefs then. Let's. So, players in of free agency. Mm-hmm. Stephen Terrell, we talked about, went from Seattle at defensive back. Benny Logan from Philadelphia signed a one-year $8 million deal. Yeah. Again, defensive lineman. And Cam Thomas from the Rams signed a one-year deal. And apart from that, you've really got CJ Spiller was the big name uh, running back from the Jets. Yeah. Only a one-year deal. You know, they have got Spencer Ware, Chuck Hendrick West there. He's, uh, he's been dotting around. Kareem Hunt. He's been dotting around all over the shots. He, just he has. What do we reckon then? Because that's all of the people right they brought in. I thinking that the Chiefs were the team that really only got about three touchdowns from their wide receivers last season. They probably only <laughs> had three touchdowns from their wide receivers in the last three seasons. <laughs> that's not it. fair. Where are the receivers? Tyreek Hill is officially a receiver and he's had loads. Yeah, but he, they're all handoffs or kick returns. They still count. Nah. <laughs> Albert Wilson scored a few touchdowns as well. Okay. I haven't got the exact. I haven't got the stats in front of me because you just pushed this now. But Travis Kelsey loves it though, doesn't he? Well, yeah. I mean, they've got Kelsey, but you know, did they draft any receivers? I can't remember. I'm, you know, I'm still drunk from. No, they didn't because they, they traded did. all their. They drafted they... Jehu Chesson in the fourth round. Yeah, no, n- yeah. So no one anyone would know. They From didn't Michigan. Draft anyone... anyone knows another complete unknown. It's the, you, you, know, you, you, you remember why though? Throw the ball to other than Kelsey. You you know why they didn't? It's because they traded all their picks to go up and get Pat Mahomes. Woo! Yeah, and and they put their quarterback under pressure by drafting Pat Mahomes. So <laughs> I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I, I don't see how this team's going forward. I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. They seem to, you know, they are a good defense. They're a great That's defense, without question. But I, I, I don't understand what they're doing offensively. I, don't, I just don't see how they're scoring points. Uh, no, I think they're going to stop people scoring points, and they're going to have the absolute vanilla offense they always have, and score <laughs> about fourteen and win. 12 games again yeah so so we're looking basically this season with the Chiefs Chargers and the Raiders with in my opinion three AFC playoff teams coming out of the West again fingers crossed fingers crossed that'd be nice if we can all do that it just depends if there's enough divisional games for us to win you're being harsh four of their first three sorry three of their first four draft picks were on the offensive side of the ball so they're all in their first round, fourth round, fifth round, and sixth round, though, weren't they? First round, third round, and fourth round. All oh, right, okay. 
I just said, three of the first four rounds were all offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Pat Mahomes then moved up to get him, which I think was a great move because... Excellent move, but he's not playing Alex this year. Smith is... Well, I think he will. Ooh. I think he will. Cool. I don't think Mahomes is playing. No I way. I think he's going to play. No way. He looks rubbish in preseason. Yeah, but we don't care about preseason. No. It works both ways. Do you know how confidently I said that without even watching it? I just heard enough people you haven't say seen play it. rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. He hasn't looked shit in pre- Oh, well, whatever. Whatever. They picked up uh, Kareem Hunt, the running back, in the third round from Toledo. Yep. They've still got Tyreek Hill. De'Anthony Thomas, who's injured a lot, if he can stay healthy, he is uber quick. Yep. Uber. Um, And Albert Wilson's a pretty solid receiver as well. And you've got Travis Kelsey. And you've got a good one-two punch there with Ware and uh, West at running back. I think you're sleeping on them a little bit. That's what always happens with the Chiefs. And they grind these... 12, 13 win seasons pretty consistently. Yeah. And it just needs that extra spark to get them further in the playoffs, which yeah. they have with Mahomes. There we go. Nah. Because if, if you're putting a rookie quarterback in there, you got to give him someone to throw to. It just you needs a concussion for Alex Smith and, <laughs> and the rookie is sat behind, just gets the gets one game and then gets kept in all the way to the Super Bowl. He is a... Uh, Kaepernick he, Mark II. And he is a running quarterback, Alex Smith. Don't. If that happens to Alex Smith twice, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that'd be so bad. <laughs> you only just noticed that I was doing the yeah, uh, yeah, deja vu so, in. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Well, they just need an excuse to get rid of him. Yeah. Do you know what? Talking about this, the Chiefs are actually quite a boring team, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, come on. One team that puts me to sleep more than any other in the NFL, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're as consistent as the Patriots, but less polarising. This is outrageous. Well, they're a good team. They're, they're a, a good, good team. team. They've got nice players. They don't get in trouble. I like them. They've got a raucous fan base as well. They've got an excellent fan base. To be fair, their fans are fantastic, but their team is a little bit vanilla. If they were an ice cream, they'd be vanilla. And not like good vanilla, like just basic vanilla. That's harsh. I think they'd be Cornish ice cream if they're going to be would they, vanilla flavor. They would never be Cornish vanilla, no way. Bit of cream. There's nah. a little bit of cream in there, mate. Nah, no, there ain't. <laughs> No, they went. This is what happens maybe, when I'm dealing with two flake. people on division rivals. Maybe a here. flake, and that's purely Kelsey you're, you're and Just sounding sour, and Justin Houston. I'm. I don't. He's the one he doesn't like. The Chiefs. I actually like. I don't really not like any teams. To be fair, <laughs> so that's just me. Can I just say who uh, they lost? And so very quickly, yeah. Niall Davis went to Pittsburgh. He's probably not going to make the roster by the looks of it. Nick Foles went back to Philly for eleven mil on a two-year deal. Loves Dontari it. Poe's gone to the Falcons and Jamal Charles gone to Denver yeah, no, which we knew about no big ones except Poe who was a starter yeah he's only 26 and, as well that's really Poe shocking for me three the most touchdowns for him last year as well <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> this is why we kept Punk on isn't it I love think. it <laughs> love it any other digs you want to get in there Punk before uh... I, I I think I've wasted enough breath to be honest <laughs> some would say too much I mean you know, it'd be very nasty to a team that really don't do anything wrong they just so have a so really what we failed on really then is, is Raiders win the division Chargers second Chiefs third Broncos <laughs> not even close yeah well I don't agree with that but uh, what do you think then right? Jim elaborate uh, I think it'll be Raiders Chiefs Oh, I'll say Chargers and Broncos just to be nice to you because you're. A... <laughs> you didn't really mean that, did you? Not really. 
Alright. I, okay. I, I, I do share your sentiments. I do not fancy the Broncos at all this season. Uh, but that doesn't mean they're not going to win some games. But you think they're, you think they're going to win more than the Chargers? I don't know. I think it's going to be really close between those two. Okay. Uh, it will be a close division. I mean, yeah, all, all of the teams are good enough, apart from maybe the Broncos, to, to certainly be in the playoffs. And yeah, I'd, I'd be more surprised if three of them didn't go out, unless it was down to injuries or something. Well, it was our favourite division last last year, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It's my favourite division every season. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, that those are the eight teams in the West. I think we've gone through them all pretty thoroughly there, King. I don't know I th- about you. I think so. I think so. I think Whew. that's an excellent start to a season. It's a long old start to our, our podcast. Oh, it is. It's a late one. I just wanted to hit a quick friendly watch then at the end. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Friendly watch. Okay, so just the one, because obviously Gary and Conley was in the news. Then was out of the news, yeah. So he can't count. But uh, Chris Clemens, former Arizona Cardinal safety, is set to well was set to spend five days in the Scottsdale prison for knocking out a woman in the parking lot back in May of 2016. Witnesses claim that Clemens laid the woman out after a spat between her and the woman accompanying Clemens into a nightclub. Classy. Mm. The safety was released by the Cardinals following that incident, and he's also been fined thirty thousand dollars, and will be expected to take part in an anger management program. Well, and never play again in the league. Never play again in the league, clearly. But, uh, well, never know. Was terrific, shouldn't it, women? Done. No, especially with a fight between two women. You can step in between and push them away. Yeah, but... do a Dante Fowler. Yeah. Do you remember that? Where his baby mama and his girlfriend. I don't remember this. And he <laughs> stood there in, in the, uh, it was in the hallway of his, uh, his apartment block. And he mm. just stood in the middle and ref the fight. <laughs> and it was Is that all the on Jacksonville play. Yeah, it was all okay. on CCTV. But because he didn't get involved, he didn't get penalised for it. Just do that. <laughs> just watch. Just do that. Just let him go. Don't. You should always. No one should fight. But I'm quite glad that we haven't got a huge felony watch because after the off season one, yeah, it was outrageous. It was. It was, it was mainly college people, though, wasn't it? It but was. Either way, it grow was. up, boys. You got three years to mm-hmm. not be idiots. Well, the reason felony watch is going to be quiet is because everyone's busy playing and trying to get a roster spot. So they ain't yeah. got time to beat up. Innocent people, yeah. Or well, they've, they've got everyone on lockdown, haven't they? In, in training camp hotels and stuff, exactly. Which eight o'clock in the evening, so yeah, yeah, it all goes quiet until everyone starts getting cut, and then those that have been cut start going losing. <laughs> this is what we need, punk. Clearly, we need longer seasons where the players are under <laughs> under team rules. I can't, I can't wait for the first training camp in Vegas because there's going to be about twenty thousand <laughs> arrests. <laughs> I don't think they will I really don't think they will I don't think training camp will actually be in Vegas itself there'll be oh. 10 for punk Derek, Derek Carl Missix that'll be when he's touring his album <laughs> I can't right. wait to hear that actually as soon as we finish this we'll see if we can find a link to uh, mm. any potential music that's uh, downloadable yeah obviously for a price obviously <laughs> obviously paid yeah well, thank you very much, Punk, for joining us on our first podcast back. Sorry it's over hey, the phone. Chaps. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, who knows? Hopefully next time, maybe, if there is next time, <laughs> then, um, <laughs> then uh, I might be able to make it in person. No, we'll stop you there. Um... <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of what I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love you, Punk. We love you. 
Yeah, we'll get you in. We'll get you on. You can come to Casa de Cooper. King. Driver. <laughs> now know my surname. Cooper Cup. That's it, Cooper Cup. Until next week then, guys. Until next week. That's so good to say it again. I've been Jim. That's been the King. That's been the Punk. And thank you so much for listening. Yeah.